And welcome to In the Studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and Michael, here we are on the threshold as we record of another Christmas season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. I am too. Yeah, yeah you've got a lot of little grandkids around. That's so right. That makes a difference, doesn't right. it? Granddaughters and yeah. Christmas is a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, we have one, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's going to be fun because yes. he's just getting to the age where you know they're just fun. Yeah, you know. So I'm looking forward to it. And there's some great music ahead. In the weeks to come here in the studio. So. Yes, and I mean, even on this program, I think we're we're hoping that we're going to hear hear some new music. Oh yeah, uh, Anthony Pickett will be with us today yes. talking about Christmas. Yes, but we're going to take a little different angle on the conversation. Yeah, Anthony is my Bible teacher. The the, the Bible study that I go to on Wednesday, uh, Anthony gives leadership to. He he is a is a remarkable uh, teacher and. He kind of takes care of everybody in the community. He's just mm. a great guy. Mm. Well, you introduced him to us earlier here in the podcast. This time he's coming back to talk about the dark side of Christmas. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. And then Ayanda Kamala will be here uh, again today. A good friend. He's just a delightful guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Always, always anxious to hear what he has to say, especially about the topic of worship, because yeah. he, he has been thinking and investing himself in that for a long time. Yeah, it brings a fresh perspective yes. to that and topic. And a young perspective. Yeah, a fresh young perspective yes. to it. it absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is also leading up to the time of January when you spend uh, uh, time in Israel. Right. And I know that's a, something we want our listeners to be praying about. Yeah, we have three trips this year. Uh, that's three 10-day trips. And um, two of those three are Life of Jesus trips. Okay. And we we do the Life of Jesus in order. We start in Bethlehem and then go to Galilee and I, then come I back. I have some questions about that. Maybe we can get in that a bit sure. later uh, as the program uh, goes along here today. But I'd, I'd like to learn more about what you do. Yeah, it, uh, it's a good trip. Israel. So, all right, uh, shall we ask you to sing a song here? This is called The Final Word. This is a studio recording of when we had the Mole in studio available to us. So let's turn to that. And then Anthony Pickett will join us to talk about the dark side of Christmas. Michael Card in the studio, The Final Word. of what we often say is not worth being heard when the father's wisdom wanted to communicate his love he spoke it in one final perfect word he spoke the incarnation and then so was born the son his final word was Jesus he needed no on flesh and bone He spoke the living luminous word that once his will was done And so the transformation that in man had been unheard To place in God the Father as he spoke that final word He spoke the incarnation and then so was born the Son Jesus, he needed no other one Spoke flesh and blood so he could bleed and make a way divine And so was born the baby who would die to make it mine And so the light became alive and man became man Eternity stepped into time So we could understand He spoke the incarnation And then so was born the Son His final word was Jesus He needed no other one Spoke flesh and blood So he could bleed and make a way to find And so 
And so was born the baby who would die to make it mine. Michael, your close friend, Anthony Pickett, is back in the studio with yep. us today. It's great to have you back, Pickett. Ah, it's great to be back. Thank yeah. you. Now, you two participate. Anthony leads a weekly Bible study. Yes. Uh, he's been with us before in the program. We talked about that. But yep. it's something you uh, value greatly. Well, it's, it, it's, it's really church for me. When, that Wednesday, our Wednesday time together, because we have meal fellowship, and it's like, it really is, it, it's a, and it's a sweet bunch of people. We have a number of pastors who come, and... Um, it's yeah. It's been church for me for for a long time because I'm not in church usually or often on Sunday. I'm on the road someplace. So yeah, you're touching on something that we want to talk about for a moment, and then we want to talk about Christmas too. But uh, the two of you have forged a friendship around the Word, and I, I know that's intentional on your part, isn't it? Yeah. I, was it intentional? I, I, you know, that's a good question because I don't think it was. I, I think don't it, think so I either. think it evolved. We're okay. not that good of people. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, think, let's have a friendship yeah. around the word. I don't think we did happen But it did way. happen. No, it did happen, yes. Yeah. It, 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 and it started, because uh, Mike, as everyone know, uh, that know Mike, he's a phenomenal teacher, Bible teacher, uh, the way that he handles Scripture and gets you to understand Scripture. And um, hey, phenomenal. But I think, it's just because of a love that he has for Scripture, a love that I have for Scripture. I think that our kindred hearts just connected and it's just been forging this, what I call a beautiful relationship. Yeah. yeah. It, when we, we when we hang out just during the week, that's all we talk about is the yeah. Bible. Yeah, new finds. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's all I'm interested. You know, I guess I'm interested in other things, yeah. but 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 I know how much he wants to talk yeah. about it. And so, yeah, here's the yeah. new thing I found. What do you think about right. this? Yeah. As yeah. iron sharpens iron. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think uh, that's... Is it intimidating for either one of you to have the other guy pressing no. you on questions and issues? I'm and... always no. intimidated no. by no. Mike. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm always. No. Come on. That's say the that. Tru- it's, it's the truth. Because uh, I was going to. But it sharpens you. It that's sharpens the, that's me. The Absolutely. Point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's so kind. Yeah. He's so kind. Even when he correct me, he's kind. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> but it works in reverse for you. Oh, well, he said he sees stuff I never thought of. So, yeah. So I'm humbled. Okay, so you be intimidated, I'll be humbled. Okay. You you stole my word. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's such an important thing to model for all of us. So thank you for the two of you for putting that friendship on display for us here. It's it's really important that we hear that. Well, as Bill would say, timing is of the Lord. Amen. And uh, I think we we became friends at a a time... um, you know, I, I I don't know. Well, well what you, about the person who longs for that kind of relationship and friendship but doesn't have it? I mean, what would you say to that person? Wow. Uh, I've never really thought about that. Um, Ask God to put that person in your life? Right. I, I, I don't I know. I guess that would be the starting point. Yeah. And, uh, the old thing is be the kind of friend you want to be. be yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I, and, it, and it's truly amazing what that Bible study has done in my life, period. Uh, as Mike may allude to, there's several pastors that come. Yeah. Now, that was very intimidating for me, uh, sitting in front of Scott Rowley. Uh, well, there's some NCS, pastors from some big churches. Churches, right. Yeah. NCS, B- Billy Barnes, and a yeah. few other, you know. And I'm a little old deacon. <laughs> <laughs> You, you got to come prepared, huh? I, I come prepared, and, yeah. it, and it was very intimidating. And but I always found comfort when Mike is there hmm. because I trust Mike, I respect Mike, and I know that Mike handles the word of of God near and keep it near and dear to his heart. And I think that's one of the things too when you are looking for a relationship. Uh, that's why I'm fond of really having the Bible. You know, as we we live in this technology age, and yeah. you got mm-hmm. it all on your phone and everything yep. else. But I think the more that you can actually handle the Bible itself and turn the pages in the Bible and look and study, I think you'll fall in love with this. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I think we've lost that. Yeah. We're losing that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Well, we are getting close to Christmas. Can we talk about that for a moment? Absolutely. 
which direction you want to go, Mike? We can go any one of a number of different ways here. Well, I mean, as you approach the Christmas season and you see kind of, let me put it this way, American Christianity, what comes what comes to your mind? Uh, what comes to my mind, I mean, I, I really appreciate the culture that we live in. Are you a Christmas guy? Do you like decorate your car? Do you, no, sir. Do, your do you car? Have, no. Yeah, do you have a wreath on the front of your car? No, sir. Okay. No, no antlers, no, no, no reindeer antlers, antlers. No, no, root, no red nose, no, no license blinking. Because we have lots no, of friends who do that. We don't do, we? absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and I'm not going to knock that. I think that's helped get us in this joyous time of the year for yeah. a lot of people. And a lot of people, it's a sad time of the year. But when yeah. we look at Christmas sometimes, I think that the essence of Christmas is missing. And mm. and when I say the essence of Christmas, we don't have a problem with saying that, you know, uh, God loved us. He gave us the greatest gift. You know, that old hallmark saying, when mm-hmm. you care for somebody, give them the best that you have. And I appreciate that. I yeah. love that and everything mm-hmm. else, right? But we don't take it a step further. And that step further is the reason why he had to come. Because nobody talks about that reason why he had to come during Christmas. And that dark side, that's what I call the dark side. Mm-hmm. He came because of sin. Mm-hmm. You know, Let me just read one passage of Scripture. Sure. And it's uh, uh, 1 Timothy one uh, fifteen, And it says, This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Mm. Right. And I, when you read that at Christmas time, I think it will cause a pause in yeah. us because of sin. Sin is the dark side. That's the reason why Jesus had to come, because of sin. And I think if we could remember that sometimes and still in just giving the gifts and having the lights and yeah. getting in the Christmas spirit, spending all our money and all this good stuff, yeah. remember that Jesus, the reason why we have Christmas is because of sin. That's the dark side of Christmas that we don't talk about. Well, and there's a dark side that's reflected in the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially Luke. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the dark side is that when we look at it, Jesus being born in a manger, mm. right? A trough where yeah. animals feed out of. Yeah, the right? tr- trough kind of brings it home, doesn't right. it? Right, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, where animals feed out of, right? Mm. And and then not only that, what we really think about it, there was no room mm. for the Messiah, for Jesus, mm-hmm. for a baby Christ to be born. Mm. Mm. Nobody, they missed it. And sometimes you could think about the people who miss Christmas, which I think is a dark side, because mm-hmm. the innkeeper, he missed it mm-hmm. the first go around, right? Aaron, King Aaron, he missed it because he wanted to kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Just, let's talk about dark. Yeah, dark. Yeah. Right? And so there's, there's, it's that dark side along with the joyous side when we start thinking about Christmas. And I think we should have that balance of, of the joy, but yes, remember why Jesus came. And, well, and what rem- it cost and what it cost, cost him. him. Absolutely. Yeah, in remembering it, it enhances the joy. It does. Hmm. It, it does. It really should. Okay. Everything else. Talk about that, Wayne. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how much more I can say, say about it, but if we if we know where we've come from, right. we're more grateful for we what sh- he has done and, and his coming. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And more mindful of of the things that Jesus did, things that we couldn't do for ourselves. Right. Mm. Because I think in that same passage, if we go a little bit further, he paid a ransom. The scripture tells us that Paul let us know that he paid a ransom for us. Mm. And that ransom, I don't care how many millions you had, how many million you have, Wayne, and and how many pennies I have. (laughs) 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 But we couldn't pay. No. It's nothing that we could do to earn this. Mm -hmm. And that's why that grace is so important. We were bought with a price. Bought Mm. with a price. That blood. Mm. Mm. So as you lead a weekly Bible study, Anthony, yeah. and it comes up to Christmas time, is this what you deal with? Do you deal with it, what you're calling the dark side first? No. Well, uh, normally in our Bible study, we just go through the book. And where we at in the book, that's where we end up. I I'm see. not a, a really okay. thematic guy. I get it. Yeah, right. So yeah. where we at in the book, that's where we are, we'll be okay. for the gospel. All right. yeah. mm-hmm. It's amazing how often, though, a, a seasonal come like Christmas or Easter and where we are, even though it isn't maybe the crucifixion passage, yeah. or the, it, it still has to do, right? You know, with the season. 
Yeah. yeah, the story is there. Isn't it, it? Yeah. It's there. You, yeah. There's no way around it's it. On every page, <laughs> yeah. there's no way around it. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're really mindful of it, you know, every day. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah, and you're preaching the gospel to yourself, and I think in every passage too. Yeah. Uh, Old or New Testament, it's just there. It's there. Uh, yeah. That this price was paid for us. That, you, like you said, that we couldn't pay for okay. ourselves. And yeah. we see it on the cross. We see it. We see it in the. Uh, the early Galilean ministry, the Judean ministry, the late—you know—whatever sort of step along the way you you cross cross paths with Jesus in the Gospels, and it's there. And this sin problem that we're talking about that we have—it's mm. personal. Yeah. I have it. Yes. Um, how do we embrace that at such a joyous holiday season without thinking too lowly of ourselves at the same time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But I think that enhance what you said earlier. It, that will bring us a joy. Once I realize I'm over here, I'm, I'm this person right here, but Christ is my remedy. Christ is the one that's going to bring me all the way over. I can really rejoice baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can really rejoice him because of what he's going to do for me, something that I can't do for myself. Yeah. But sometimes when we don't realize that we are that person, then we miss what Jesus is doing in our lives. So you go go from having warm, fuzzy feelings about this little cute baby in a manger to having real gratitude for someone who's paid. And I mean, he came from eternity into time. He was born to die. Then talk about real joy there. And he did that for me. Right. That's real joy. Yeah. Talk about a gift. Yeah. yeah. And when we really get it, I think it help help gives us a passion to know more about him. Mm-hmm. We could be like Paul. I want to even know him in the in the power of his resurrection. Yeah, yeah. I, this is somebody I really want to know. Yeah, that's willing to do this for me. Yeah, I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ. Yeah. We have to acknowledge that this holiday season can be a tough, yes, very tough season. Well, you mentioned that before. Yes. Yes, it's it's, 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 it's it's a joyous occasion for many, and in many, it's a, a sad time. It's well, a- and let me say this just as an aside to, to a, another part of uh, Anthony's ministry is he has he has his finger on the pulse of our community. He knows if someone's needy. He knows if someone needs a job. I mean, there's all kinds of stories um, I could bring up that I won't <laughs> that I won't bring up <laughs> of people who come to Anthony in need because they know he's uh-huh. the guy that really can really care. So. He knows in Christmas and during the Christmas season, he knows who's it's, struggling. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough. And the area where we uh, uh, serve is, is 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 in many cases is underserved in so many different ways. And there's a lot of people that's hurting in that in our particular community and everything else. And the Lord has uh, given me this opportunity to serve in in that capacity. But one thing about the Bible study um, that is. Uh, that in the last few years, the last three years to be exact, um, they have came to the rescue of so many different people in that community. And it's so funny because we don't have to have a drive. <laughs> we don't have to have a special offering. <laughs> no, no big announcement. No, no, no big announcement and everything else. Only thing we have to do is make make known a particular need. The last need that uh, we took care of was one of the members that come to Bible study, son who passed, that didn't have any insurance. And I just said, you know, if anybody can contribute to this, feel free. And at the Bible study and everything else, we have more than enough money to take care of that. And so I'm truly grateful for On The Way Bible Study and that community of people that come. Which again is rooted in our gratefulness to God for what he's done for us. Absolutely. I mean, it, it all... It's full circle. Yeah. Full mind. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. If I've received this gift of Christ, how can I not reciprocate? Right. Yeah. And I think when we really look at what I would call the dark side, we might change that a little bit or something, <laughs> but the dark side of Christmas, I, I think it helps get us to that point because you realize who you are and what Christ has done for you. And uh, we, we used to mm-hmm. say in, in my older churches, you know, hey, well, you still, I think it's still pertinent today. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sinner saved by grace, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of people don't want to recognize that I'm a sinner and they think they could do it on their own, but I know that I can't and it's nothing but the grace or has it of God. Mm-hmm. The good news is the dark side has a good ending. It's the best possible ending, right? (laughs) That's when we pass the pan around. (laughs) 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 On that note, pass the pan. (laughs)
Anthony, thank you for coming by the studio again today. Well, thanks to talk for with me. us here, Anthony Pickett. And Mike, thanks for introducing us to your friend, Anthony. Oh, yeah. What a, what a delight oh, yeah. to this, spend this time this together. This is the best I got to share right here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike. Based on the conversation we just had, uh, we're thinking of Jesus, What a Friend of Sinners. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Let's try that song. So uh, we have that uh, in the archive that you sang here in the studio one time. So this is a studio recording of Mike Card singing for us. That makes me wonder, how's your banjo-making career going these days? Um, we're, we are slowly, slowly getting there. The, we have the neck to do. The neck is all clamped and glued, glued okay. up and drying. And uh, Now, are you building an open back or closed yes, back? Yes, open, open back. back. It's a frailing banjo. Okay, so the one yeah. we just heard was a closed back. Yeah, it's a resonator See, I'm learning. Banjo. Right? Yeah, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but the... The the one we just heard that was awfully quiet, so it didn't. It sounded like an open back one. Maybe I took the back off just for that. I don't know. Well, keep us posted on how you how you do with that okay. building. That that's D- Dave Diller and the National Banjo Company. Yeah, that was that was fun to have him on the on the program here. Well, in our community segment, uh, I want to begin with uh, our listeners who are community uh, in this world. And uh, here's a comment from Ronnie. Just listen to the classic podcast featuring the wonderful Buddy Green. Ah. Uh. Inspired to study Hesed, thanks for your ministry, Ronnie ah. says. So thank you. Scott says, thank you so much for putting this out there again. What a joy it was to hear Brennan. That's Brennan Manning. Yeah. On the program. Yeah. That, that was, was one of our classic programs. That was a while ago. Recorded uh, some time ago. Yeah, that was And then ago. also about Brennan, uh, Shane writes, as Brennan Manning quoted Bernard of Clairvaux in your forward to your book, A Fragile Stone, the great quality of all the saints is humility. I hear and see that in your music and writing, Mike. Thanks again for your humble example as you follow our humble servant leader. Wow. Very cool. Yep. We're good. Uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, next month you'll be in Israel. Can we talk more about what happens on those trips? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I started going to Israel uh, with our daily bread, those folks doing videos on Life of Jesus, and which meant I was going with a group of people who'd been going for 30 or 40 years and knew all the best guides, all the best places to stay. It was a, the best introduction you could imagine. And while we were filming those, and this is over four or five years, I would see groups coming and going, and people would be rushed or they would be confused or there'd be 300 people in a group or whatever, and I would say, ooh, if I ever did a group, I'd never do that. Ooh, if I never did a group, I'd never do that. <laughs> and I kept coming home and telling this to Ron 
uh, Davis, who's the guy, you know, who kind of keeps me going, mm-hmm. keeps my business and stuff going. Yeah, he's been really a patron, isn't he? He is. He yeah. is. I wouldn't, couldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Ron Davis. But so Ron finally said, "Well, let's try to put a group together." So we did about seven or eight years ago and started take, taking groups. And it's it's just the life of Jesus, so it's not things mixed up. It's in chronological order, which means we begin in Bethlehem and we go to Galilee and we come back to Jerusalem for death, burial, and resurrection. And this is a relatively small group. Yeah, only thirty people, no more than thirty. Uh, so you fit on one bus. We fit on one bus. We have meal fellowship together. We have worship times together in the evening. Everyone gets to know everyone. In fact, what we didn't see coming was how close everybody gets. They, you know, Facebook each other, and, and they all, you know, get, they all yeah. become great friends. Yeah, I've been kind of looking over the shoulder at some of those Facebook conversations. Yeah. It's obvious that they care for one another yeah, we never, long after the trip. We never saw that coming. And the other thing we never saw coming was that they want to go again. <laughs> so we had to come up with a second theme, and it's a Hesed trip. Okay. And so we go to mostly Old Testament sites, con, uh, you know, concerned with, connected with the idea of Hesed in the Hebrew Bible. Do you so, have a favorite place where you go? Uh, Capernaum, without a question, is my favorite Peter's place. Peter's home. Peter's home. And it's there on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, which is Jesus' world. There are birds everywhere. There's the house that Jesus almost certainly was in. And you don't get that in Jerusalem. I don't feel a ripple spiritually when I go to Jerusalem. But Galilee, for me, is his world. Interesting. Yeah. The house is what, the foundation? or It's it's the foundation and maybe, you know, a foot or two up of basalt, black basalt okay. uh, rocks that were the, the original home of Peter. Right. Well, more information about the trips is on the website, sure. michaelcard.com. Yeah. And let's ask our listeners to pray for you and the group going out in January. Yeah, pray pray for safety in the first place. We've had a couple of fall people trip and, you know, turn an ankle and that sort of thing. So always praying for that. There's a lot of walking that's involved. And so, uh, but pray mostly that... You know, spiritually, we would we would not go there to collect chill bumps, but we would go there to, to really get closer to who, to who Jesus is and what he means. Yes, we'll be listening in the days ahead for how the Lord worked through the prayers of our listeners, Michael. Now, if you've been challenged by what you've heard so far, please share your comment or post a podcast review when you search for Michael Card on Facebook or Twitter, or use the Contact Us section of our website at michaelcard.com. And while you're online, check out Michael's weekly blog, books, music, and future conferences at michaelcard.com. In the second half, we'll continue to set the stage for the Christmas season as we welcome Ayandu Kamalo, and he'll premiere a new Christmas song right here in the studio with Michael Card. Our next in the studio with Michael Card is a classic edition. We step into the Christmas season with a great time in the Word with Dr. Bruce Waltke as he reveals profound insights about the promise of Messiah found in Genesis. Then Steve Green joins us to explore the meaning behind the poverty of baby Jesus and the riches of salvation he provides. Conversation and worship that will enlighten your journey through the holiday season. The Bibles are open, instruments are tuned. Join us in the studio with Michael Card. Michael, it's been so good to be together already, and mm-hmm. we're only halfway through this program here as we head into Christmas time. Yeah, um, I'm going to ask you to sing a song for us, and then we're going to introduce our friend TK here, who's okay. going to sing and play for us and talk about Christmas. But you have a song that I want you to sing. I didn't go to Latin school, so I can't pronounce it. You'll have uh-huh. to pronounce it for us. So. <laughs> Vicit agnus. Okay, if yeah. you say so. Well, that's what I'm told. Translated so, means? Uh, vicit is to conquer. We get our word victory from it. Agnus is the word for lamb or sheep. So it's the, so the lamb who conquered. Yeah, if you go to liturgical churches, sometimes you'll see this odd thing in the stained glass window, and it's a sh- it's a sheep or a lamb with a banner over its shoulder. Yeah, I have seen that's that. That's the vicit agnus. It's okay. the conquering lamb. Interesting. Yeah, and the the, the old Latin mod, motto is vicit agnus noster eum sequimer. Our lamb has conquered, so him let us follow. Mm. We're going to follow it. the Love conquering it. lamb. And you've captured this in song. I tried to. Which we're going to ask you to sing. Actually, right. this was recorded in the studio previously, yes. but it is a studio recording yeah. of the song Michael comes with now.
instead the punishment that should belong to man. And so to humble shepherds was his glory first revealed. And with his birth a covenant made long ago was sealed. promised one would triumph o'er the fall and conquer by his own defeat and win by losing On this Christmas theme, we're welcoming our friend TK, Ayando Kamalo, in the studio here with us. Yeah. Ayando's been with us before. Yes. And he yes, comes yes. back. It's always encouraging when someone comes back. <laughs> right? that, that he would come back. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ayando. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Wayne. It's good yeah. to be back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love our conversations with you because you, you really are a worshiper of the Lord, you know? I try. <laughs> and uh, you have much to teach us about worship. So that's where yeah. we want to go with worship and Christmas here. And you're that next generation. When I see him, I think, okay, yeah. it's going to be okay. Because yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are the guys that we've got following up. It's in good hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not kidding. You're laughing, but I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm uh, hopeful. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Let's just refresh everyone yeah. with your uh, background. Uh, mm-hmm. Born in Africa, what country again? Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Bulawayo, right. Zimbabwe. And uh, most of my life, 27 years there, but being able to travel Southern Africa and parts of Europe. And then came across um, here to the USA for school, seminary, still there. And just the relationships with the local church. Um, and, I, and I call it the local global church. Mm. Um, because that's what it is now. And the United States, um, Asia, India, the Middle East. Um, crazy. I was in Jerusalem a year ago. Mm. As also spent some time there um, walking the, the, the steps and the journeys that Christ walked and being able to do some music ministry there and then Europe as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. So God has already given you some great experiences wow. that you turn right around and and turn it into praise and yeah. honor back to him, right? It's it's all about him. And I, and I think it's only through him that some of us are able to do what we do in terms of travel the world, the privilege of traveling and building relationships. It's, it goes beyond the music. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when we keep it about God's people, the music is, is on the back burn. And, and, and we have to hone our skills, whatever the gift is, music, right, right. administration. Whatever you do in word or deed yes. or music. Yes, <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's unto the Lord. Um, for some of us, Mike and I, it's through the gift of music and ri- for Mike also writing and, and teaching. Well, and for you, you write as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just be able to do that and, and kind of help people respond to the revelation of who God is mm-hmm. through music. Music mm-hmm. is just a medium. It's not fully worship. Yeah. That's another thing I like about uh, Yonder because he keeps the perspective, music in perspective. Yep. It is just the vehicle, right? Yep. It's just the vehicle. It's a glorious vehicle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's the 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 message is always first. So that's another yeah. thing I appreciate about you. As we've said, music has a way of breaking down any barriers we might put in the way and yeah. reaches the heart directly, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, we want to talk about Christmas yes. and and Go all ahead. things global. How, how the global, uh, how globally Christmas is celebrated. And and since you have had these yeah. experiences around the world, I thought you'd be the great guy to come and mm-hmm. teach us. Yeah, I. It's Christmas is interesting for me, and and I I say it this way because a lot of the perspective of Christmas has, that it's come across is from has been from a, a European American perspective. So. You know, I'll have a blue Christmas without you. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but Christmas for us is always sunny. Christmas in December is summertime for us, springtime. So it's always sunny. So when, you know, I'll have white Christmas, is like, no, <laughs> no, it's a sunny Christmas for me. Um, but then the focus isn't necessarily Santa Claus and, and you decorate your house with these lights and all those things. So you were spared from all of that growing up? For a long up. time. Yeah, for a long time. Wow. Yeah, so there's the commercialization stores. And will try then to you came that. to America. So, so, so you're not, it's not Christmas in a, in a tree and Santa Claus. No. Christmas is just about a Christian yeah. holiday. Yes, and that's what it's always been the focus. And I, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. So the whole, you know, the whole argument of, how, when do we start playing Christ, uh, Christmas music? We don't have those conversations. Wow. Um, because it's never about when is the right time to play Christmas music. So you don't know who Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer well, is. Well, I, I, I grew up with that because nursery school tales and all those things. Oh, you did? Things. Okay, yeah. all right. Santa Claus. But that's not the biggest thing. And some people dress up as Santa Claus in the, sh- in the mall and everything. And as a kid, the, the drive initially was, oh, I'm going to get a present. But the average person is not walking the street uh-huh. looking at oh, man, it's Santa Claus and, and all those perspectives. Uh-huh. Christmas for a lot of people is, oh, yes, Christ was born. Mm-hmm. And that's the general the narrative that we uh-huh. have. Yeah. Yes, there's a perspective Western culture came in, and for a lot of people, the commercializing Christmas is starting to kick in in some ways. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about this, but yeah. let's do it after you share a song with us, which really kind of captures exactly what we're talking about, yeah. doesn't it? You wrote this song? Yeah, so it's... Um, it's a it's a heralding of the coming of Christ from the perspective of the three wise men, um, and the word it's a it's a word in my language called asambe means let's go, so it's like one of the wise men telling all these other guys or or, or just people saying hey let's go see the king. So the song is called asambe. It's a African Carol. So it's the point when they decide they're going to go. Yes. Oh, very cool. That's that's the point. And it's a revelation of a child will be born. You know, he is the light of all humanity. You know, let's go see the king. Will you be singing some of it in your language? Um, That one word only. Only Okay. All right. So when we hear that word, we know what that means. It means means let us go. Good. All right. Ayanda Kamalo here in the studio with the title of the song is? Asambe. Asambe.
I think what I love most about that song is it captures this moment when they decide to go. And I've never thought about that <laughs> moment. You think about them getting there. Right. But, okay, here it is. All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And it's just, just the truth that, you know, there's the, the Christ becoming man, but just the, the, the thought that he, will be, he becomes a child. But that child is our king. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we talk about that, but just that moment when the revelation kicks in and the mind actually registers, our king is about to be born. And Matthew, Matthew sees him that way. Yeah. They're, they're giving him, the wise men are giving him things that you give to kings, yeah. right? <laughs> you're, you're not giving a two-year-old or a six-month well, yeah. myrrh and frankincense and right. all those things. So just the thought that these wise men are sitting there saying, we need to go. Our king, our eternal king is about to be born. Not King Harry or, you know, the next, (laughs) yeah. But our eternal king has come down in the form of a man, a child. Mm -hmm. He's about to be born. And he's the light for all humanity. Mm -hmm. That, for me, like, when I sat back, I was like, you know, sometimes, like, you write a song and you're like, okay. It rhymes. Yeah, good. (laughs) But when it hits you, when when it ministers back to you before Uh you even, like, share with everyone else, it's like, Man, that's thank you, Lord. That, yeah. yeah, it's profound. Yeah. And sometimes I was like, if this song is just for me, Lord, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, because huh. it speaks to me about just that moment, even when, when someone accepts Christ and the light bulb turns on. Mm. You know, I see it that way. They were like, oh, this is happening. Mm. Mm. I, a, a divine moment is is happening, mm. and I see it that way. Mm. Well, the song is still ringing in my head because <laughs> every year it seems like the Lord brings a certain song to my heart to be that year's theme for. Mm. And I think I just heard this <laughs> yeah. year's theme, Michael. I, yeah. I really do. And you've got the African, you know, language thing <laughs> yeah. happening, which yeah, is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is a song you could play in your home country. Yes. And it would it would play just as well as it plays here. Yeah. And and that's the idea is to write even just Christmas carols that translate across the world. Love it. We're writing, for, as I said, write for the local global church. I like that. Because the context I'm in, most places across the world speak English. Great. But am I, am I writing songs that transcend my context? Am I writing songs that... Ooh, I got to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, is heaven saying, this is for our king? Mm-hmm. Not just... Oh, me and the radio stations playing it like, wow, that's great. You know, everyone will listen to it. No. Are we writing songs that heaven can sing? Mm -hmm. Right now in the moment that it's not about anyone but Christ and heaven's like, man, yeah. We know the Father gave, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit gave you that song. Mm -hmm. We can still sing that here in heaven with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we need to be writing for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Christmas as well. Well, (laughs) because it it really is a global Christmas yeah, Jesus. Jesus' grasp of the earth is a global thing, right? Every, uh, every tribe, language, you know. Sure. And uh, and you know that from traveling, you <laughs> in China, in the middle of nowhere, uh, out of maybe twenty miles outside of Beijing, China. I've got her picture. There's a little old lady who's basically little old Chinese lady. It's a classic photo. <laughs> yeah, she has basically adopted me. Yeah. And I can come live with her at any time, and I don't speak a word of her language. She doesn't speak a word of mine. But we totally get each other. There's this thing that happens. And until you travel to a totally different culture, you just don't get that. That we have this brotherhood that's rooted in what the Spirit has done in us. Yes. That transcends Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and whatever. Yeah, but it also transcends politics and global issues and all that stuff. Everything. And I think think when when, – and I know that's the conversation we're starting to have is like we need to strip away all these things. But I think a lot of people – never go through the whole commercialization of Christmas, that being pulled away. The essence of take away the promotions. Take Strip away, it away. T- just take it all away and just be able to sit in the moment for 60 days. Yeah. Hear me out. Yeah. Where people just say, what is Christmas about? Okay, let's go to the Gospels. Let's, let's work through the Gospels. Right. The initial Christ, the heralding of Christ the coming of Christ, yeah. the birth of Christ. And not not necessarily dramatize it like everyone does in every church during Christmas. Right. No. Pause. Let's just sit underneath the word, what it means when Christ comes 
in in an image of man. And just just s- that. Stripped away from culture. Stripped away from season. Yes. Because it's not Christmas. He probably wasn't yes. born t- December 25th. Right? And it didn't snow? Probably born in the spring. <laughs> yes. well, but I'm saying, you know, my conceptualizing of Christmas, of the birth of Christ, it's it's too much woven into my culture mm-hmm. and my, my and and what you know the the wise men give gifts oh well we give we give gifts so it's kind of the same thing right I know all about that no <laughs> right yeah no it's not the same thing right and I think funny when you mentioned about the wise men the wise men weren't giving gifts to each other mm. and I think we've we've we we sadly have taken it on to say it's I'm buying gifts for you and if I don't like the gift this is one thing that really saddened me is part of the experience traveling, especially here, is like, if I don't like the gift you give me, I'll just turn it in for cash. And I was like, but wow. why? why you, would you've you just this? upset the entire American economy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cold. But but then the thought is, it's not about me giving a gift to you. It's For me, it's the, re, it's the rethought of I'm sacrificing everything back to Christ. Yeah. That's my Christmas gift. And then I think when we start to change that perspective, spiritually and mentally for the local church to say, my life is a sacrifice 365 days a year, includes Christmas. Not necessarily wrapping up a gift for my family, yeah. but it's, Lord, your blood is the, is the covering, is the wrapping of my life giving, being given back to you. And I've never seen this until until you said what you just said. So what, when I give you a gift, what does it mean? It means I like you, that we're yeah. friends, and I'm going to try to find what you like, yeah, you yeah. know, even if it ends up being sent back. <laughs> but the, the gifts that the wise men bring to Jesus, what do they mean? They mean he's a king. This is a king gift, and whether you like it or not, this is what I give to kings. kings. Yes. Right? Gold, frankincense, myrrh. This, is, this means you're a king. So, so – who you are defines the gift mm. I give. There was symbolism to the mm. gift. Yes. Yeah. And, and and I think that's the importance, I think, uh, for us as we look at Christmas across the world is our gift to Christ is a life that has been redeemed by him. Mm-hmm. TK, I, I think Michael's <laughs> going to join me in saying we're not letting you go. You're going to come back again and join us here sometime soon. Man, I, I, I love spending time with you guys. Yeah, this is, same here. Yeah, this yeah. is really good. Yeah, well, let's get, let's get down here and then go get something to eat. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Okay. But before we do that, you were talking about how to approach Christmas in stillness and simplicity. Yes. And that is the song I'm going to ask Michael to sing here, uh, recording from the studio time. We were together in, at Mole End. It's called In Stillness and Simplicity. So, Mike? In stillness and simplicity, in the silence of the heart I see, the mystery of eternity, in stillness and simplicity, in stillness and simplicity, I hear the Spirit's Thanks to our producer for choosing that song at that yeah. moment following the conversation with uh, Ayanda here. Yeah, and, and I think this is going to set us in the direction of preparing our hearts for Christmas mm-hmm. with, with both the dark side right, and that moment when we decide, I'm going to go for this. 
I'm going to go and find, you know, wh- whatever finding him means in your life right now, uh, discovering that he's, he's real, that he's for you, um, that he came for you. I mean, the great realization of Christmas is that not simply that God did all this, but he did it for me. Yeah. And I can, I, can, I can go and find him. Think of the, the fullness of what we talked about today, starting out with Anthony talking about Jesus came to die. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's the dark side of Christmas, so to speak. Yeah. And yet we ended on this, tri- you know, let us go, a sambe. And yeah. by the way, the song that TK sang for us, that was the first time it's been heard. That's right. So we, we're kind of happy about that, aren't we? <laughs> we are pretty excited about it. And the next time he comes back, we're going to expect another we're, we're new song. We're going to keep expecting that. Right, ex- right. Exactly, yeah. But you have the scriptures open there as we think about closing off yeah, today. Yeah, well, when we're, we're speaking of gifts and, and uh, the reason gifts are given, uh, 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 Ephesians 2.8, For you're saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourself. It is God's gift. And the gift that saved us was the gift that we celebrate uh, that's born on Christmas. And not not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Uh, so the, the, the gift of God is this incredible uh, freedom that only his son, by grace, gives us. And it took him being born to die to give us that life. Mm. And that's that's what we have to prepare our hearts and focus our hearts on to, to, to get ready for Christmas. Because yeah. I don't know about you, I don't want to miss it this year. I know. Uh, uh, you sit so there amongst the wreckage, you know, <laughs> yeah. at the bottom of the tree after Christmas morning, and you realized, I, I totally missed it. I got yeah. what I wanted for Christmas. Yeah. I got a watch. Yeah. But I miss Christ. Right. Yeah. I, I, I pray that nobody who's listening right now, that that won't, that won't happen to anyone who's listening now. So well, set it starts your, with us, doesn't it? Set your hearts. Yes, it does start with us. But yeah. set your hearts towards uh, not missing it this year. Asambe, go find him. Yeah, go find him. Yes, thank you, Michael. A clear call we all need to take up as we launch into Christmas time. Christmas is a special season for all of us, and the same is true for Michael and his ministry. Throughout this month, we're going to feature classic sessions, on-location concerts, and a new studio program that will take us through to the new year. We hope you'll make plans to check in on what's offered and invite a friend to listen. Now, if you want to pass along the link for this podcast, we're easily found on iTunes, on Google Play, or on Spotify when you search for Michael Card. And please help us by posting a review. On our website, you'll find the links to our guests, the past program audio archive, and Michael's weekly blog. There's also information about Michael's books, music, and conference ministry, all designed to expand on what you hear in this program so you can go deeper into God's Word. It's all found at michaelcard.com. Now for all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Lauren Kosky, Ashley Smith, Lance Mansfield, Jeff Jones, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening to this session in the studio with Michael Card.